Uh, I think we are live, Jeremy. Oh, I see the little icon thing. Nice. Yes. I never got my green screen stuff working. It's just, it's just green. It kind of, it, what I like about it is, is that, uh, well, first off, we should just welcome everyone to show number two of our yeah, test broadcast. It is show number two. Uh, this will be a little bit more formatted. But I like it because it, you could be anywhere. I could be. I could just edit it later. It's true. It's true. You could be, frankly, I, I don't even know if I, you, if you didn't send me that behind the scenes photo, <laughs> you could be anywhere. I know. You could be at work right now. I'm actually in. I'm in a secret studio in an undisclosed location. <laughs> All right, I, I'm gonna accept that, and that could be permanently where you're you're at. The undisclosed location of fresh, er. All right, so um, welcome. This is uh this is the Christmas episode, even though we're the 26th. It's boxer. It's the holiday episode. Yeah, it is the holiday episode. Although I don't think we have too much holiday content. Um, I mean, well, yeah, that's true. Oh, New Year's resolutions. We do have that. I, I, don't, I was wondering, maybe do we do that now, or do we, do we bring that up next week? Uh, I don't know. I think it should be this time. Maybe we could next week decide whether we're really going to do it or not after oh, the New Year's come through. I see, I see. And if, if people are actually watching, they could, they could submit their New Year's resolutions, and we could call them out on air, and, uh, and we could either... Promote Ooh. them or make fun of them. Is the um the thing set up to take comments right now? It is set up. It says ask your audience to submit questions and they will appear below. Nice. I have nothing below, so no one has submitted All any right. questions. Yeah. Well, it's there for people if they wanted to do it. Right. If you want to do it, by all means, submit a question to the question tool. So let's start off, Jeremy. It's the holidays. How was your holiday? What did you do? My holidays were pretty good. I just did family stuff like normal, but probably the most exciting thing is I got for myself a camera drone that's pretty tight, and so I can fly around and look at stuff uh, in HD on my camera drone that's super stable. I want to record some videos with it, but I haven't done it yet. All right, here's my question about the camera drone. Are they legal? And what are you going to video? I know, right? So it goes up to like 500 feet, so I want to just make it go really high and then do some panoramic-type videos of stuff and uh, maybe fly it over my house and, um, I don't know, do some cool shooting things. There's some sort of setup so you can have a director mode and uh, set up scenes and have the drone go around and follow a path so you could, like, film something. Maybe someone running through a field and then... Um, have the thing follow it like sideways, so it's like a in the air running shot type thing. Could you actually see the feed while it's in the air? Yeah, it's a live HD feed, so you can fly it just from the camera also. All right, so this would this sounds like uh, like if if you were heinous, you could kind of like set up situations where you could direct you uh, like if you were killing someone in a field. I could do that. I mean, I just have to rig up the firearms that goes on the thing and a full blown. No, I mean, you just predetermine where you're going to kill someone and then sh put the drone up there. Yeah. And monitor them? You and mean... then put on your Google Glasses and you could get a third-party perspective. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't. I could do that. I yeah. might. I don't know why murder comes up. You could pretty much do that for anything. As a matter of yeah. fact, that could be useful for traffic if you're, like, a biker and you just had, like, Google Glasses or something, and you could kind of, like, predict where you need to go to avoid... You should just have it follow me around at a distance so I can, like, 
have a live uh, Google Maps type situation. I, I feel like there's a lot of possibilities here, and I feel as though we need to take advantage I'm of I'm pretty this. excited about it, yeah. yeah. As soon as I figure out how to have multiple feeds, it'll be cool. So Jeff just jumped into the scene. Whoa, hello, Jeff. <laughs> He's hanging out here. Hi, Jeff. But uh, he might be meowing at some point. But so, yeah, no, that's the most exciting thing about my uh, holidays. Was this I an expensive toy? Uh, I got it. I got it on sale. I thought about it for a while, but it was like half off, so it wasn't crazy expensive. Okay. But yeah, how was your holidays? What did you do? That's, you didn't answer. What that was just all you talked about was the one gift. What, what did you? Do I know. Well, that's main, the main thing I got. I I got some. I mean, it's I'm not uh, very gift centric, so it was mostly just hanging out and eating stuff with my family. Okay. Was there a highlight dish? Hmm. I really like the marshmallow fruit salad. Marshmallow fruit salad. Okay, typical uh, uh, Thanksgiving is marshmallow yam. You're saying Christmas yeah. is fruit salad. Was it a Well, I mean, we had the yams too, but there was a whole yam sweet potato type argument also, whether is this a, the sweet potatoes or is it yams, because apparently those are almost the same. Yeah, but they're not the same, but they're the same pretty much. Yeah, so there was some debate about that that went on. So I don't actually know which one it was. I'm thinking it was yams, but personally I don't know the difference. I have two related things about uh, my holidays. I received a sponge that if you run it under cold water and have a potato in your hand, you could <laughs> rub the sponge and it'll peel the potato. That was one of my gifts for my mother. It peels... Does it, like, make peel pieces, or does it just make, like, potato skin dust? Uh, I'm guessing potato skin dust, but it's underwater, so I imagine it's just, like, a pulp of skin that comes off as you go at it, which I think could be useful, because, you know, if you use a traditional peeler, yeah. right, and this is, like, a $2 gift, probably, I'm thinking. <laughs> um, if you, you know, when you get to those little, like, divots, the little holes in the potato, yeah. you know, you kind of have to carve them out. But I'm thinking oh, yeah, yeah. the eyes, the potato. Yeah, eyes. yeah, exactly. I'm thinking with this sponge. I think it's called the smiley sponge. Um, it'll it, it because it's kind of like sort of hard but also malleable. It'll actually take out those divots without really having cool. to. Yeah. That seems like a useful feature. It does seem like a useful feature, and as a smiley face, I should have brought it up here. Um, and you could it, this the the role of the smiley face is you could stick spoons in the mouth. Of the smiley face, this is a funny... What does that do for you? It just cleans the spoon. It's like oh, a... Oh, it cleans it. So it cleans things besides potatoes also. Yeah, it's a, if, if you run it under hot water... This is like sponge science right now, I think. It's like, <laughs> if you run it under hot water, it gets soft. And it gets really easy to, to clean, you know, plates and spoons and silverware and coffee mugs and stuff like that. But yeah. if you run it under hard water... You could use it for things like cleaning mud off shoes or... Uh, water, like, not filtered? No, I'm sorry. Cold water, it becomes oh. hard. The sponge changes... Oh, uh, oh, 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 yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, sorry. But, yeah, it, the water could be hard or warm and cold. Those are both... Hard, like, warm, or cold. Yeah. All the of water. Yes. And uh, so that was uh, that was one of my gifts. I, you know, Kat and I, my wife, did not uh, exchange gifts. We instead went to Whistler. Oh yeah, that's pretty awesome. Yeah, we had a very good time. We went zip lining. I think and... I saw some photos of uh, 
um, inner tubes. Yeah, we also snow tubed. You are correct. We snow tubed. How is that different than inner tubing? Uh, I think they're the exact same thing. It's uh, just maybe, in the snow. Yeah, maybe in Canada they call it snow tubing. Oh, tube yeah, time. Canada. Uh. Yeah. Oh, hey, by the way, happy Boxing Day. Thank you. I, uh, I left Canada before I could experience it in its full glory. <laughs> people were, I think people were pretty excited about the Boxing Day sales, which is, here it's called Christmas Clearance, there it's called Boxing, boxing, boxing Day Sales. Boxing is a better name, I think. Uh, yeah, but, is it, but it has nothing to do with the, the sport. Oh, no, no. I think it's, what I've heard is it's the servant's Christmas Oh, yeah, it makes sense. The next day? Because, like, they were super busy during the holidays, and so, like... Serving. Servants get it off the next day. And they probably have to clean up also. <laughs> so it's, probably, it's the blue-collar Christmas, is what you're saying. Yeah. Uh, I, don't, I don't think I like that holiday. I think everyone should have Christmas on Christmas. Yeah, I, I don't know, Canadians, you British stuff... Oh, and then you said you had marshmallows. I also had marshmallows. It's a good holiday, holiday treat. Yeah, we had we made s'mores. Really, like over a real fire? Uh, no, over an oven, uh, a heated like coil. Did you do it on sticks? Yes, we okay. not not actual sticks, like metal skewers. Oh yeah, that makes that works. It was it was a, it was like a pro job. Cat is my wife is I I will say this she is a world class. Marshmallow roaster, really? World class. That's impressive. That's a, it's a pretty good skill to have. I, 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 this is the first time I've seen her. I've known her eight years or something along those lines. And it's the first time you've seen her pro roast marshmallows. Yeah, and I feel like I've missed out for eight years on the this. She this. still, she could just pick it right back up. She didn't need to like have a warm up marshmallow or something after have not doing doing it for eight years. No, she's just talented, I guess, in this regard. She is a natural. It's a natural skill. It is Unless you know what though, I'm not around her 100% of the time every day. She may be roasting marshmallows when I'm. She could be doing this. She might have practiced for all I know <laughs> prior to this trip and 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 roasted the marshmallows. Yeah, and and this is an excellent uh, excellent point. If you're watching, which we're not, we have zero viewers right now. Please <laughs> post some secret hidden tricks that you would like your spouse to know about, or your significant other, or your family, or your friends. Things that you're good at, you may not do often, but you would like to share with the world. Um, and then, uh, you know, we came back uh, just to wrap up my Christmas. Uh, we left on, on Saturday morning, and we skied twice as well. So skiing, two days, zip lining, snow tubing, and then we came back uh, yesterday, which was Christmas Day. Um, and, uh, and I did my, my gift to myself was a... A uh, bottle of, of scotch at the. Duty. Is it is it good scotch? It, yeah. So I let Cat pick it this year. Um, I had actually run out of Del Winnie, so I was actually looking to refill that one. Um, but Cat decided she was going to go with the aesthetics this time. She she was really into it, and she picked one out, and I got like a twelve year Glen Kitchy or something. I don't know something. Cool. Like so I'm looking forward to drinking that when I don't know because. Oh, I got one of those. Uh... Scotch or whiskey decanter things with a set of glasses also, like the square ones. Like Mad Men? Yeah, like Mad Men. So I'm going to be balling. I have a nice uh, silver tray to put them on also. So, well, you could come visit me 
and I could pour some in there, and then we could just, or bring it to work, and you could, we'll fill the. Oh, bike. I should just leave it at work. That's a good idea. You know, I feel like we're going to lose a lot of freedoms in the new office, but it, it, I do think that uh, uh, it would still be a welcome addition to the office overall. I think so. Well, I mean, we'll have to see how it's different on Monday. Right. Uh, so that that was my Christmas, and I, you know, I didn't, we didn't really, my wife, like I said, we didn't exchange gifts, and uh, I got some socks and underwear and stuff. Cool. Practical uh, gifts. Very practical gifts, yeah. Very practical. Um, we are, we are not gift, we are not huge on the gift giving. We like to take trips and stuff. And, and yeah, it's way yeah. better. Experiences yeah. rather than material goods. So, all right, so that's Christmas. What are you doing for New Year's, Jeremy? Have you made plans yet? I don't know. I feel like New Year's and Halloween are the two holidays where you really don't know what you're going to do till the last minute because everything's up in the air. Well, if, if you were married, yeah. it would be already decided. It would be work and then go to bed at 9 p.m. For New Year's or Oh yeah, for New Year's. That's, that's just a general I mean, you're not sleeping in bed at nine. You're watching uh, you know, pre recorded uh programming. I can see that. That sounds good. And and this is a great uh little rant here. I, I really hate how uh on the West Coast you get like recorded like a pre recorded live feed from New York for the like, you know, rockin' New Year's Eve. I hate that. Do they have a pre- I mean, I thought they just have it three hours earlier, New Year's, so you can watch all of them. No, they don't do that. They just start it as if it like, 9 o'clock here, it's midnight there. Oh, wait, no, it's your... doesn't matter, you're getting 9 o'clock here. Wait, no, I've, but I've seen it, so they'll go through, and for the three hours before New Year's, they'll have three countdowns in each major city in that time zone. Not like, not like Rockin' New Year's Eve with Carson Daly, maybe CNN. Oh. CNN with, like, you know... Uh, Anderson Cooper, you'll get, like, a live feed. Oh, yeah. Hmm. And, I, and also, it's a Wednesday. I, I'm, I'm not a big fan of the Wednesday uh, holiday. But it's still a vacation anyways. True, but the thing is, is like, a, again, we like to travel, so it kind oh, of... Oh, yeah, like, it doesn't really help out for, like, attaching onto another... Yeah, so you have to take two days off on either end to make it a longer trip, and that doesn't... Not cool. Yeah, it's not great. Um, so, yeah, so you don't have plans. I don't have plans. I, I think we'll probably stay home, maybe. Probably. That's cool. I was, there's a couple, I might go out and do things. I mean, I will go out and do things. I'm pretty sure I won't be at home. Well, this is exciting. I'm, you got to take notes, and then you could kind of, um, tell me what it's like to be. I wish I could, if I could figure out how to do a separate feed thing, I could have a slideshow. That would be that would be excellent. I would have loved to put a picture of me on a zip line. I actually took a POV video of my uh, zip lining. Oh really? Did you have you have like a GoPro or something? No, I just had a camera and I turned it on and I hit video and I held it in my hand while I was flying down the zip. That's pretty awesome. I'm glad you didn't drop it. I had a giant lanyard thing around my neck. I was pretty safe with it. I didn't want to <laughs> lose it. And we have these one of these rugged cams that you could take underwater. You could drop oh, it. Oh yeah, those are awesome. Yeah. Um, all right, well, that's uh, number two on the agenda. Uh, oh, 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 here we go. How many greeting cards did you get this year, oh, Jeremy? I think I only got, like, four. Four? Pretty much all just kid cards. I mean, like, pictures of people with their new babies. 
Yeah, okay, so I got one, right, and then we put our mail on hold, and I was like, God, and it, you know, it's the 26th already, so you're like, ah, I got one. Yeah. But then my stack of mail came from the mail hold while we were away, and I got like mm-hmm. 10 more. Really? Like, All at the last minute like that? All at the last minute. We left on Friday, so that meant those people sent them out. I should have looked at the, the, actually, I still probably have the, when they sent them out, because that's cutting it close. Yeah. And I had, I would, I would say I had roughly 75% were photo, home, not homemade, but like, you know, put together by themselves photo, photo cards. Yeah. So. Uh, oops, sorry, go ahead. Uh, so what about them? Well, I was just going to get your opinion on the photo card. Do you like uh, the photo card? Oh, uh, yeah, I guess they're okay. I don't know. I mean. All kids. It's always kids on the yeah, photo card. It's just pretty much kids, like. No one ever sends one that's not... There was a good blog that I saw about uh, single people Christmas photo cards that was pretty funny. Yeah, so, I, you know, ultimately I think this is going to... My family's going to see this video, so I, I... But my cousin, Jeff, he has two daughters, Olivia and... Oh, man, I'm spacing on the other name, and that's terrible. <laughs> Should have anyway, just left it nameless. No, I left it nameless, yeah. But my... I'm going to do that from now, and that's a good, a good point. Um, <laughs> they sent, and uh, they... Their photo. I wish. I wish. I should have brought it up. I could have held it up here, but the, the they have like it's like they have two kids and then it's four photos, right? Or yeah. three photos, and it's like one individual shot on each side, and then like a dual shot in the middle. Also, oh, it's like the frames type situation. No, no, it's a length card like this. You know, like the long, yeah. long, wise one. One photo on on the far right. That's like you know maybe a third. Landscape. Landscape. Thank you. And then another third. And then another third in the middle of them together, but yeah. the the photos of the children on the, each end are like very. I just wonder what the selection. How do you choose the photo, right? Like what yeah. makes you? Because these, I don't know. They look they look like they look like they just like you know when the cat eats the canary kind of thing, and there's like a feather flying down. Yeah. <laughs> It was kind of one of those photos, and I was like, I'm not sure that's the, the best photo for a, a Christmas card. I mean, they were very slick, very nice looking. I actually got a very, from another family, we got a, a, a like a, a photo one, but it was like on cardstock. Yeah, those like photo printing service things, they really do those cards pretty well now. Whew, I tell you, it was really nice, and then, um, and then on the inside it was a custom, not a custom, but like a, not custom personalized, but just custom custom message. Uh, and I thought it was it was a very handsome card. I think that one took uh, took first place for uh, homemade cards. Who is that one from? Well, you said I can't give names, so uh, I, I no, can't. No, no, not not, I, not that you couldn't. It's just that if you were gonna like halfway not remember. Well, it, it's, uh, it, it's. I guess yeah. Well, it was it was from a, a friend of the family who has a child of two years old, and it was primarily of the child. The, the photo was like a like sweetheart picture of the child, and then on the inside it said. This is what I want for Christmas, kind of thing. Yeah, and it was very, it was kind of cute. And uh, but I just liked the design of it. I thought it was very good. And then, uh, and then my mother. And this is what we were leading into because we had this conversation uh, prior to this, this, the, the live event. And 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 the card with the yeah. blank on the inside, where you write out the message, or the cards with pre pre written. Message. Yeah. Now. Which one's better? No. Yeah. I I know you are firmly. Yeah. Firmly. No words. For sure. 
Okay, I, now I'm really regretting not bringing this card up here because my mom <laughs> sent a card. And she found, like, the perfect one? She found the perfect card. But she could have just written those words. I know, but this is... She's retired. It would have been a lot... It, the thing is, for my mother, it's about the hunt. Yeah. I think I she... I mean, thought, that is an aspect of it, yeah. But, I mean, the words are always horrible. Not always. I'm telling you, I got one, and she spent a lot of time. It said, like, you know, I have this wonderful son, I have this wonderful daughter... Um, and thank you for being so wonderful. I really, thanks for doing all this stuff for me. I really appreciate it. That was the general thing. That wasn't the words, but it was very thoughtful, yeah, and it, it made like sense. That. It made sense. I still think it's better if you just write the words yourself. You can look that stuff up and then just find a good message and then write that. Okay. I'm not, again, this was a three-parter card, right? It had, like, a flow to it, and it... Yeah. She clearly spent time looking for the card. Yeah, yeah. I mean, people spend a lot of time looking for cards. Yeah, and you and you said specifically to me when you were hunting for your card, uh, not to give out too much, it was your mother's birthday, you found a card, it was a blank card, we commented on this, and you said that you spent a lot of time just looking for a blank card. Yeah. I know, so it's like a whole other aspect to find a like card that also has good words in it, because it could be crappy words and then a cool outside. I agree with you, and I feel like that, that to me is always the most disappointing thing. Like you find... That is one of actually one of the most disappointing things. You go into a Hallmark store, it's not that, oh, they sold out of that Jose Canseco, uh, <laughs> you know, Hallmark custom ornament. That's not depressing. The depressing thing is you find the perfect card, and it's like the perfect picture on the front, and then on the inside it's like... I know. You know? Yeah. Usually I'll just, like, glue a piece of paper over that and write my own message. I, uh, I, <laughs> I actually like... I was thinking, maybe, you know, those whiteout things? Oh, yeah. White it out. Right, but sometimes I'll buy uh, birthday cards for little kids and then just change the number to like whatever else, like do an X on it and then put the other number. Or if it's like three and they're thirty-five, you just put like a five after yeah. it. Yeah, stuff like that. Yeah, that works pretty well. Um, so again, I am calling this out. We have zero viewers, but people will watch this in the future. <laughs> you could comment or leave a question on our uh, on our on our side I here. guess like the yeah the comments doesn't really work when there's no one watching so No but you know but I guess we could answer it later We could answer it later and also I think people just generally com commenting and 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 discussing uh, issues Maybe. of that's what the internet's for Exactly exactly Um all right so again I think we know where you stand in this camp and I'm going to I'm going to toe the line and I hate towing the line actually all I do is toe the line I'm yeah. saying most of the time, blank cards are where it's at. Yeah, they're way better. But with rare exception, the pre-printed text does work. I mean, yeah, like if you can find the one that's like the perfect pre-printed text one, then like, yeah, I mean, it was that much harder or just lucky. But it's just like usually it doesn't even exist. I agree with you. That's what I'm saying. So let's just say not. let's not like... I'm going to agree with you 90%. Well, I mean, it could happen that the pre-printed text is perfect. Right, and I, I wish I brought this my mom's card up for the holidays. And by the way, she sent, like, three cards. My mom spends a lot of time with cards. Like, one was, like, a New York Giants card. You mean three cards for just you or three cards total? Three cards for just my this household. Really? Yeah. Did, you, did your dog get one? Uh, no, my dog did get a card. Okay, so <laughs> let, let's go back. So my mom, you know, she fills the bottom of our tree. Yeah. Not even being here. She sends a giant box, like uh, maybe four foot by one foot by three foot box that comes in the mail, like, stuffed with things, like 
you know, little knick-knack gifts. Like, I got scissors, for instance, was one of the gifts that I got <laughs> I for Terry. Scissors. It was a good gift. They were actually very, they looked like I could, I could um, trim, they're like heavy duty. I could actually go outside and like trim a tree yeah. with them. Yeah. Hey, what happened to your light? I know, the wire just fell kind of and moved it. Was that, was that Jeff? He was doing that earlier. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to fix it. Yeah. But, uh, cards. So, yeah. All right. So, uh, I'm looking on the agenda. Um, uh, the I, I don't want to dwell on my mother's, uh, what she gets me for Christmas, like, Sponges and scissors, and oh, and also a surge protector. A surge um, protector. Yeah, yeah, with USB inputs. Um, oh yeah, it's for power, right? It's yeah, it's pretty. I mean, it's not probably something I would have picked up, but it's like it plugs into the wall, turns your wall unit from two to six plugs, and then it has two USB power supplies on the side. So it's, I mean, it's, it's fine, and I. So anyway, so on my uh, on my list here, I have the Games of Throne uh, TV or book. Now, yeah. I, I, I this is this is one you were you were pretty strong on this one. So I'm going to let you lead off on this one. I am just saying that I think it's better to not read the books and just watch the show without like having any knowledge of like what's going to happen because I think that the show ties together the books better than the books do. But it's always good to have someone on hand who has read the books so you can ask the details. But I personally want to just have the TV story. So, all right, I'm going to take this, I'm going to take this a step back. One step back. I, so we had this argument, put context around it. I had said, Jeremy, have you read Game of Thrones? What a, what a great novel. You know, like, great set of novels. Uh, kind of goes off rail, but, you know, pretty good. And you're like, no, I only watch the TV show, and I feel pretty strongly that I should only watch the TV show. Yeah. Because I don't want to be pre... I don't want to have any predispositions in my brain of what's going to happen. I just want to be... I want to... I find the medium of television in this regard, in this yeah, show, to be, sure. to be better. And I was, I was like, what? Like, why? Why would you want to do that? Like, why... Would you want to not read the books to get all of the in-depth, uh, you know, because they leave so much out, and then they add in some TV stuff. And frankly, I'm, I, by the way, I was a very early uh, Game of Thrones person. Game of Thrones, well before the HBO even picked up the show. I uh, proselytized. Is that the word? Yes, the Game of Thrones novel series. Um, uh, you know, well before anyone was really into it, I waited. I waited many years for book four, and bought, and I really? dragged years. Years. He was. It took him forever to write book four. It was like years. <laughs> and then it came out, and I dragged my wife in 2006 to the borders in uh, the southwest corner. I forget borders in that Time Center building, and by Central Park there. Yeah. They, first day, I had to go buy that hardcover book. Uh, Did they have it? Were they out? No, 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 we can't, no one knew about it then. No one cared about it. <laughs> That's true. I was like, one, I was like, oh, yeah, uh, you have a Game of Thrones book by George R. R. Martin? It's a, pretty, it's a pretty nerdy book. Yeah, exactly. So, like, you know, and my wife, was, she was like this, like, walking around, like, I don't know, what, what, what's he getting? I don't, what? And she's like, oh, wait in the car. 
<laughs> well, there was no car. I'll wait in the subway. Three stops <laughs> up. Three stops up. So I'll go to the Samsung Experience Store right there. I'll meet you back here in 30 minutes. Um, but anyway, uh, I you know maybe it's because I read the books before the TV show that yeah. I prefer. I mean, and I, this is opening up to a larger conversation now. I'm going to open it up. Open it up. Sure. So, I mean, the thing about the books, so I know a lot of people who have read the books, and I think that the consensus, even with book readers, is that the show ties it together better than the books. Even though the books are, they have way more detail and, like, you know, in-depth stuff about characters, like, they kind of go off on tangents with characters that don't matter as much. And also, like, the transition for important things between books, like, it'll kind of jump around and you kind of lose track, whereas in the show has been much more straightforward and cut a lot of the stuff that's not super important and is just tangents off and had to be more like a direct story. Okay, I feel as though that is a correct uh, statement. But I think we won't really see the effects of what the TV show is actually going to do and be better than the books until maybe the, not this season, but the next season. Oh, yeah, yeah. Because he split the book, like, four and five, like, he split the characters in half. So you got, like, half of the characters in one book and then half of the characters in the next book and then kind of brings it back together, like... So that sounds annoying in the way that... I think the show will be better than that. That's what I'm saying. So I think, in this case, that might be better because, first off, there was a large gap, 2006 to, like, 2012 or whatever. Yeah, that's way long. And and you only had half the story. So, and uh, these are big books, you know, a couple... I don't even like just waiting the year for the show to come back. That's what I'm saying. So I, who loved the series, got disinterested and uh, like couldn't even remember in context like half the the story arcs because it was six years since he had continued on yeah. with the story. So um, and I'm not one of those people that were like, oh, I got to read it again. Like fuck that. That's a lot of reading. <laughs> I'm not going to read it again. <laughs> so. I, um, I also think it's annoying in continuing books like that. I don't know if that one's the same, but when like you're reading a series of books like one after the other because they're all out, like the beginning of the next book, every time they talk about something, they have like a really long recap. They're like, oh, I just read about this. I don't want to get it explained to me again. Oh, I there is I yeah because I, first off, I don't know who does that. Who in their right mind, unless it's like a birthday gift by accident, yeah, who picks up series two? Or like you know, book two of, of second series or book two. But of a lot of one. times it doesn't even say what the order is. It's just a name, and you have to like look up the order in books. Like for instance, one that was like like this for me, which is my favorite series probably, is uh, Foundation novels from uh, Isaac Asimov. Correct. And, like those are super hard to figure out what the order is. There's no numbers or anything. Like so, you could totally read them out of order. Also, there's a prequel one that you should read first that actually was written after the first one. And so, like, if you didn't know that, like, it's it would be really hard to figure out what order. I had to, like, plan it out. Well, so it's funny you mentioned that, Jeremy. I didn't have that problem because I bought a unabridged, or I don't know what the unabridged means, but essentially all the books put into one bundle. Oh, yeah, one thing, yeah. And they were all in the correct order, so I didn't have to worry about that, but I never got past book two. Bad on me, because I actually enjoyed reading it, but I think it was a it was an actual physical copy of the book, and I went on vacation, I read most of it, and then I I was like, fuck, I'm home, I'm gonna throw the, I have my iPad or my Kindle, and I'm, and I was like, I don't need this, I don't need, I don't want to, plus, at night, if I'm reading, that the, the Kindle require, or the, the books require light, 
or if I'm reading on an iPad with a backlighter. Sounds like you're just making up excuses why you didn't finish the book at this point. Well, I and by the way, I am a I'm a huge advocate of finishing novels now because I spent an enti- I spent the first 24 like 20 some odd years of my life completing about 30 percent or 40 percent of the novels I started. Yeah. And I made it. I'm a big stickler about that. So I actually there was like a bunch of books that I, I had started reading as a as a teen or my early 20s. I went back and I I started plowing through them to read them because I knew I I just felt I had this like guilt, this <laughs> terrible guilt. I don't think I've really started many books and not finished them. Maybe two ever. So I find it, what happens is that uh, I'm I don't think I'm going to finish the stand and but I am going to finish it. It's just that. I, the book expires. Oh, it, yeah. So I'm going to have to take it out again, and I stopped reading that, and uh, I'll go back to reading it, but it's going to expire. But I reshifted my focus to this other book, which was shorter, but expired sooner. Yeah. And I waited like three months. So like I, I, I have strategies for reading, I, uh, and I find reading is an excellent way to, to, to uh, pass the evening. Yeah. But, uh, but I'm finding that the more I read, the less wowed I get by books. Hmm. Maybe you just need to find better books. It's possible. I, I, maybe I'm just reading derivative. I'm like uh, doing a lot of post-apocalyptic stuff, and uh, yeah. that's like the subgenre I'm in right now. And maybe I'm just like I'm going off like best of lists and stuff like that. And yeah. uh, maybe it's just like I, I already read the good post-apocalyptic ones, and these are just kind of like the the second tier. Yeah, it's, I feel like it would be hard if you're staying in, like, such a subgenre to, like, keep it interesting because it's just a bunch of the same stories. Sort of. You know, one is zombies. One is vampires. One is, uh, you know... Actually, I'm reading one right now. It's, it's, and stand, Another vampire one? No, no, no. The stand is virus, right? That's a virus. Yeah. Um, I'm actually going... I just went through the list of, like, every post-apocalyptic scenario. And then, and then the, the, this last one, this one I'm reading right now, it's undetermined. How it uh, it might have been uh, nuclear apocalypse, oh, yeah. but it's a fascinating story. It's uh, it's a it's it's like medieval times, but in the future, post apocalypse. So it's basically like steampunk. Uh, it doesn't have any of these weird mechanical things. It's like oh. it's it's literally like the Tudors or whatever. Like that's a bad. Or Planet of the Apes. It's not like Planet of the Apes. There's no yeah. apes. But still, I mean, without the apes. It's, yeah, yeah, exactly. All right, fine. Technology-wise, it's like Planet of the Apes. But actually, less than that. It's like it's like Game of Thrones-type technology. Oh, yeah. With, in the, in the future, but... They just lost everything. Yeah, they lost everything. And then now they're, they're you know, it's they're rediscovering this. There's different languages. It's actually quite interesting, but it's like 350 pages, which is like perfect for me right now, because the stand is like 2,000 pages, and <laughs> it's overwhelming. Uh, so I, I just wanted to get in on, on the Game of Thrones thing, but now that we've opened that up a little bit, uh, has there ever been a case for you where a movie... So you're saying the TV is, is slightly is more important to you than... Or the TV show is more important well, no, to you than the No, not always. I just think Game of Thrones is really good. The show is really good. I mean, it's an excellent show. But I'm saying, has there ever been a time when a movie surpassed the original novel? Uh, I don't think there's very many movie slash books that I've watched and seen. I think I think you'd be surprised how many. I haven't, I haven't read that many books. Like Rambo, Die Hard. These are all books. But I've never read them. Oh, all right. 
Well. <laughs> have you read those? Uh, no. I've not, not. No, I've not. I've not. I, think, I, I, I read I, Starship I, Troopers, and then I saw the movie, and I enjoy them both equally. Really? Yeah. I mean, it was an okay movie. I think a good movie... I think my favorite movie book trio, or duo... Yeah. Actually, I think it was a trio because it was also the music, but was 2001. Oh, oh, well, that's an interesting point because the book and the movie came out on the same day. Because they were written together. But then that's also why the 2001, the movie, has so much, like, blank space with just, like, you know, just, like, visuals is because it was an exact interpretation of how they wrote it in the book. So it's basically the visual version of the words that they explained in the book. Correct. But that's why it was hard to understand if you hadn't read the book with the movie because it was so much just, like, interpretation of what the book was, which I think is really cool. You know, I've never read 2001. It's a good book. And the other, the, the following books are really good, too, that whole series. Because it was 2010 and then 2030-something and then 2000, I don't know, there's was a bunch of them. Um, and I also haven't read uh, the uh, oh man now you I haven't read The Shining, another Kubrick novel that I haven't read that either Kubrick movie that's Stephen King. Um, all but, right, so I I I'm trying to think of I bet you I'm gonna bet some good money on this that Die Hard the movie was better yeah. than the book. That it's better. The movie is better than the book. That's what I I'm think so too. Yeah. Yeah, that's a safe assumption, I think. I can't see that movie being a very good book. Ooh, how about Children of Men? Never read the book, but an excellent movie. Yeah, so that's another one that's like one of those action-type movies that I can't really see. It has some good ideas, but the story is like kind of light. You know what I mean? It would just be all descriptions of scenes. Yeah. You know what's interesting? Did you, see, did you read World War Z? This I is didn't. Okay. But that was just a bunch of uh, personal accounts or whatever, right? Right. Well, th- that's one where you're like, what, you know, what happened there? Because it has nothing to do with the book really at all. Yeah. Uh, and I think they're both actually equally have merit. Ooh, another example of the a counterexample, I guess, for um, Die Hard or, or Children of Men, where it's just all actiony, and I don't know how much depth the story could have would be uh, Blade Runner, because the do that book is also has a lot of depth, but the movie is like, pretty much the same thing as uh, of Children of Men or Die Hard kind of situation. Super action-y, not that much story. I've never, re- I've never read Blade... Uh, what is it? Do Androids Dream of... Yeah, it's uh, a super yeah. good book. Yeah. It's, a, it's not even a book. It's like a novella, correct? It's a very short... Yeah, I guess it's kind of short. But, I mean, it's still a book. It's not, like, mega short. Yeah, uh, iRobot, that's, uh, eh, we'll uh, I mean, the movie was totally different than the, that was, I mean, that's, I think the book is way better. <laughs> so here's an interesting thing. Lord of the Rings, the movie, versus Lord of the Rings, the novel. Yeah. I don't know, I didn't read the books. All right. I, I actually, I think they're, I think the books are probably better just because of the, the historical context of the novel but I think in, in terms of... Uh, uh, I feel like, like also, this is really long for uh, being interesting on the show. Oh, well, okay, well, whatever. That, you know what? I disagree. I think people want to hear about it. True, yeah, but, they, yeah. 
But it's an alright topic. Extra point, Jeremy. If you have an example of a book that you feel is surpasses a movie, or a movie that you feel is equal to a book, uh, please push it in the Q and A. We have zero viewers right now, but that doesn't mean you can't put it in the comments. I think uh, my favorite two are 2001 and Blade Runner. And, I, and I'm gonna go. Uh, I, I, I think, think that's equally good movie and book. And I wish I made a list. Uh, so I'm gonna I'm gonna stick with a safe one here and say. Uh, and, and say probably, uh, uh, I'm not going to even make a call. I was going to say Starship Troopers, but I'm going to go, I don't know. It's well, weird that's Disney. Starship Troopers is Disney? Yeah. I didn't I didn't know that. That's weird. Doogie Howser's in it. That was like prior to Really? Him. Oh, yeah. Okay, so look, I we have a couple, I'm going to, I'm looking through the, the itinerary here, and the, the, we have a new feature, and we're not going to do it today, uh, but we will do it next week. And, and it's, it's called Review Roulette. Oh, and, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. So this is an excellent thing. So there's a website, uh, Jeremy, I don't know if you know what it's called. It's called Instant Watcher. I don't. What does that do? So Instant Watcher is just essentially a great sortable list for everything that's streaming on Netflix. Oh, so it's like what people are watching? has that, but it also has just their entire catalog sortable by, like, a number of ways. So oh, that's kind of awesome. The genre, by what's popular, by critic rating, by you name it. Wow, that's really cool. What's it called, InstaWatcher? InstantWatcher. InstantWatcher. Yeah, InstantWatcher.com. It, it was actually super useful while I was in Canada over the weekend because, you know, Canadian Netflix has a totally different streaming. Oh, yeah. Um, so they have a Canada-only button. You pop that thing in there, and a whammo. You got all the stuff that's available in Canada. So my thing now is, like, everyone, like, it's called Review Roulette, or, and I'm going to just randomly select a movie. I'm going to watch that movie, and then I'm going to review it. So are you going to pick the movie this week? Oh, that's a, that's a good question. Should I do it on air right now? I think you should, because then... Other people could also watch it and oh, that, that's you know, a, that's have a, a better idea of what your review is. Okay, why, why, do you have a, a PC available to you right now that you could actually go on and help me? And we Does can it have it? to be a PC? No, it's just anything that loads okay. up instantwatcher.com. Yeah. Because, <clears throat> uh, you know, we're doing this on computers. Okay, I am seeing one here that may be good. It's called The Fruit Hunters. The, how did you, oh yeah, number nine? I just picked one, number nine. But that's like, yeah, this is like top list. Maybe I got to dig in a little further. Did you just go by name? No, I just, I just, yeah, I just went by name, The Fruit Hunters. That seems cool. I don't know. Maybe maybe you should like throw me out. This is a looks like it's a documentary. Yeah. It has a fresh 100% rating, which by the way is I don't even know how that's possible. Um, maybe <laughs> probably because like two people. Maybe I should do. Do you think maybe romantic comedy, like something that I should not be watching? Maybe that's more be more up um more up my ass, or maybe like ch you know children and family. I don't know. I don't know how much I want to suffer. Yeah, you should do romantic comedy. You think a romantic comedy? Yeah, whereas I don't see that... Uh... Well, I see romance. Yeah, that's I just see romance. Maybe... Com is, there might be subgenres if you go into comedy. How yeah. about Barfy? 
What? Barfy. What's that? Here, I'll sending you a link. Oh, if I could put it in this thing, then it would be for everyone, but I don't know how to do that. Barfy. Okay, let's see. Can I just post links in here? Or is the Q&A maybe button? It says Q&A is disabled. No, it's not disabled. I'm seeing it right now. You can't get at it because you're not at the... Um, is Barfy like an Indian movie? I don't even know. I just thought it was a cool name. Oh, this sounds this sounds this sounds like okay, I'm gonna watch Barfy. There it is. It's a good option, Barfy. Alright, no, we're just gonna I'm just gonna go with it. Barf it up. Barfy. Barfy. Hey, I'm gonna read the synopsis for those following along at home. Years after rejecting Barfy a hearing and speech impaired young man for a more appropriate suitor, Shruti crosses paths with him once again. Now, the tables are turned, and he has a girlfriend. That's a horrible synopsis. And and Shruti finds herself falling for him. Oh, man. That's a really bad summary. That is, I I can't even believe I committed myself to viewing (laughs) Barfi. Alright, so Barfy it is. The cover's pretty horrible, too. Yeah, it's terrible. It's terrible. <laughs> Maybe it's heartwarming, Jeremy. This is Review Roulette. You never know. I may come I may come back on here next week, and I may have tears in my eyes from how much this moved me. It could happen. I don't we think need, it's going to happen. We need a tear graphic. Is there a tear graphic? <laughs> I don't, from my dead homies right there? Um, <laughs> hovers on your eye. <laughs> so okay. So and now, by the way, I think the, the review roulette. We don't have any viewers, but again, if you're watching this on YouTube, which you're probably not, uh, <laughs> put it in the comments for future episodes, and I will consider it for review roulette. Now, uh, Jeremy, how do you want to play? Do you just want to be the straight man in this? In this? In this? Uh, I mean, I'd just, I'd watch that too. I mean. Uh, I mean, the roulette part of it is just we picked it right now, right? That's it. Now it's just the review part. That's the yeah. hardest part. Yeah. So I think that we would just talk about it. So you're going to watch Barfy too? Yeah, I'll watch it. All right, there it is. That's it. That's next week's episode. Or even if, I, if nothing else, I'll skim it. That's fine. I think that's acceptable. I'll consider it watched. <laughs> And you can't, you have to, you have at least I have to get, like... Up. I might just make stuff up, but I'll probably watch it. But you have to at least know the beginning, the middle, and the end. Yeah. Yeah, and you have to get at least a sense of the characters. I'll go shoot for at least a C on a high school book report. <laughs> that's, I think that's fair. I'm going for an A+, plus because I never got an A+, plus on, an a, on a high school book report. So I, I think... Got, yeah, on anything. <laughs> So, uh, all right. So, all right. That's review roulette, and uh, and I, I I don't know if we're are we going over. I don't think we are, but whatever. Yeah. We're just gonna keep going here. Um. So I I, I wanted to talk about. Uh, oh, yeah, what was that? What was that? What did you want to talk about? Oh yes, I wanted to talk about commuting. Thoughts on. So let's first off. I I don't want to get into my time. I feel like I've been talking a lot. So you, what's your commute like generally? Well, right now I just drive because I'm lazy, but I am excited to start taking the train again because there will be less walking for me. So that will be nice. Other than that, I have been 
toying with the idea of riding my bike, but have never actually done it. <laughs> and I feel like Seattle bike riding in the winter is suboptimal. Yeah. I mean, and there's a lot of hills. Like, it's kind of, I don't know. Someday I'll do it. So, I mean, you brought up two things I wanted to talk about, commuting and bicyclists. Bicyclists. What are they called? Cyclists? Bicyclists? You call them bicyclists? Uh, I guess cyclists, probably. I feel like we should bring... As a matter of fact, I think this is an excellent opportunity for a guest bicyclist. Oh, that's true. I have one who's very... Uh, my friend Todd is very uh, opinionated about the bike thing in both directions. Because he's very annoyed at cars when he drives, and he's also very annoyed or at bikes when he drives, and annoyed at cars when he rides his bike. And I, you know, it's very. Here's all right. Look, I commute. I have a. I have a. I. I commute with my wife, and we we have a fairly long commute. It's about give or take forty five minutes coming in. It's pretty. Uh, and sometimes up to an hour coming going home. Maybe sometimes more if it's really bad. And that's because I have to pick her up, and there's a lot of like kind of inner city traffic stuff. and um, But I, I find myself really frustrated with the, the, the buses, double, yeah. especially buses. So what drives me crazy about buses... What grinds city, your gears about oh, buses? Oh, grinds my gears! No, um, the, when, it, when a bus, knowingly, the, the, the road is, is, is blocked, right? It's filled. So from that light to the next light, there's no room at yeah. all for another car. So the the car is going down like, you know, a bus, a double bus, you know, the ones that are linked with that yeah, little the, accordion. Yeah, like, bus. as if you were Godzilla, you could play it like an accordion. The bendy like, buses, yeah. I, as a matter of fact, I'd love to see a, a greeting card with Godzilla playing a double <laughs> bus like an accordion, and the noises were like people screaming, like, Anyway. The bus makes the turn. Like, as it's like turning yellow... Where, yeah. like, literally a tenth of the bus could fit in that, in that road because it's completely blocked, light to light. Yeah. So then the only time that traffic moves is when my light, where I'm watching, like, I'm staring right down the lane and the bus is, like, pulling in front of me and it stays there and it doesn't move. My light turns green and there's not one chance in hell yeah, I'm gonna be able to go because any movement, there's no movement. First off, because the light doesn't turn the green. Bus, the bus. And then the bus, like you know, it, it eats up the entire light. I can't move. No one can move. It's block the box. And then by the time my light turns red, that's when the light starts turns green further down, and it moves up. And then another bus comes in, and it's just an unending cycle. And I have this happen to it me does. on Virginia, and and um, I'm sorry, Stewart. And Ninth Avenue is a daily occurrence. A daily occurrence where you will get stuck behind cars and buses because the bus blocks the box. And it's annoying as shit. And I, I've taken so many pictures. As I wish I knew how to put up a picture. I could, I probably okay, have... But technically the buses do have the right-of-way. Uh, how do they have the right-of-way on a red uh, blocking the box? On no in general. I mean, if you're in the red... When it turns red, you're okay. As long as you can get out of it. If you but stay... they didn't get out of it. They're not getting out of it. And they're, they're just completely just... Sh it's a shit show, Jeremy. Yeah, that does... And, and I'm going to send you a picture. I'm going to send you a picture of it, and you're going to be like, Peter, you're absolutely right. This is a piece of shit. That does suck. I mean, buses... Like, there's a lot of buses downtown. 
And by the way, I am all for mass transit. Take the bus. If you can, take the bus. Because if there's yeah. less cars on the road, and then I have less traffic when I'm driving in. It's true. Because I'm not taking the bus. So, whatever. You take You'd the bus. You'd have to transfer, right? I would have to. Well, maybe now with the new location, I wouldn't have to, but I would in our, our current our, location, yeah. Like one day left location. So, anyway, I wanted to get on the bicyclist thing, or the cyclist thing, is that. Yeah. I, I think people who ride bikes to work are great. I think that's healthy. I think it's it eases congestion. I think it's fantastic, but they don't obey the laws of the road. Yeah. I mean, there's... I feel like a lot of them ruin it for everyone, but the same way, like, cars totally are dicks to the bikes. But that's just because a lot of the bikers are dicks. It's an unending cycle. It's like the serpent eating the tail... I, I don't understand, like, this drives me crazy. By the way, I doored, uh, full disclosure. <laughs> like, like, slam, like, door, so a bike rider? Yeah, I did. Like, recently? Uh, uh, two Septembers ago. Oh, so two years ago. Yeah, so I, it was totally by accident, and it wasn't like, I didn't open the door, and then he, like, ran into my door and, like, ripped yeah. off the hinges. No, it was, he was, like, in my blind spot, dude. I, I was in my I was parked on the right side of the road. I was on uh, um, West West Lake. Yeah. And I opened the door. I never saw him. I clipped essentially the back chain. Oh really? Yeah, with the door. Yeah, and he Did flipped he over. Did fall? He flipped. He flipped? It, well, it, he was going slow. It was kind of uphill. Yeah. Right, you know where it was actually right in front of that like uh, on West Lake that like uh, showgirls show place. On West Lake, like in Soto? No. no. No, way in downtown. There's like a weird boxy, like white building. It looks like a. Oh yeah, yeah. It yeah. was like so I was on. It's not the like union. Yeah, right there. Yeah. I just opened the door and he crashed and I felt terrible. I felt bad. It was. I guess it was my fault. What did you do? <clears throat> I said, "Are you okay?" And then I called my insurance. Oh, so you did the whole insurance thing? Did you yeah. mess up your door? Huh? What was that? Did you mess up your door? No, but I messed. His bike was broken. I think. Oh yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Here's the thing. I had a hundred bucks in my pocket. Yeah. I actually had more than a hundred, but I had a hundred bucks in my pocket, and um, I said, "Dude, I'm so sorry. I didn't see you. I literally didn't see him." And I looked. Yeah. And uh, I was like, "What? What's wrong with your bike? And how much is it going to cost?" Yeah. And he's like, "140 forty bucks." Very specific and very fast. <laughs> it's really specific. <laughs> so, so I was like, I have that, and in my this is in my head. I'm like, I have that. Yeah. Do I just like give it the money, or do I like call my insurance because maybe he has internal injuries and I don't want to be culpable for this guy's brain damage? That's true. Yeah. Do you have a helmet on? He did have a helmet on. There was no bike lane, so you know, in Westlake, there's that like rail line. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so he was way too close. I didn't even open the door like, dude, it was like a foot. Yeah. And he was riding like all, you know, because the rear line is pretty close to the side of the road. Yeah. And he was riding on the inside toward the sidewalk side of the rail lane. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, that's literally like two feet or something. Right. But I, there was no way I could like, apparently you can't fight that. It's like you didn't so you love. Did call your insurance though. I did call my insurance. They took care of it. Um, 
but it, it was kind of a hassle. He took some money. They paid him off in some way for like a scrape on his hand. I think he got like 500 bucks plus some other stuff. Yeah. And my insurance went up. Yeah, that sucks. Yeah, and uh, so here's my thing for you. If you door a biker and it's not serious and he has a scrape on his fucking hand. Yeah. And the bike tire is a little bent or something. Yeah. Ask him what the, sh- the damage is. I know. I, w- I don't think I would do that to insurance unless they wanted me to. I gave uh, and give him the money and then run away and literally run away. Like get in your car and like run him over if you need to and then get out of there. Uh, so the the my point is is that I see these bikers in the morning. It's actually more so in the morning than the evening because the snarl of the traffic, the bikers are actually blown by you. So it's not. Yeah. Um, but they don't they don't obey the the red lights. I know they just go. Which is, I find to be terrible. Like, it's terrible. I know. It seems like there should be some sort of higher mental block for, like... Because with a car, yeah, you could just go. I mean, there's no one coming. But there's some sort of, like, no, that's super bad. I can't do that. You know what I mean? But the bikes don't have that. The bikes don't have that. And I feel like if you're going to blow a red light, you want to be in a car. Yeah, that's true. It's way safer. (laughs) Totally, right? (laughs) You're going to get hit. And, like, I'd rather be in a car with, like, fucking airbags blowing in my face <laughs> yeah. and like you know things like that whereas a biker you have like you have your messenger bag which is probably filled with uh, weed because you're <laughs> delivering it and uh, that's it that's it that's all you got you got that and maybe like a Red Bull yeah. like your... it could break your fall the Red Bull <laughs> that's true yeah it could <laughs> it's like an airbag a Red Bull airbag just like... <laughs> yeah <laughs> it's pretty funny uh, but I, you know, they're again, they're not all like that. They're, they're not all weed delivery. People. I know it's just like they get a bad name because there's enough of them that it, that's what you see. Right, and and I'm not uh, look fixies. You know what I'm talking about? Those fixed yeah. dudes with no freaking brakes. I know. I don't think I think that's dumb. That is so dumb. It's like doesn't really you don't gain anything from it. Like supposedly you have more control, but like going down hills, if your feet come off, like you don't even have brakes. No, you just die. I think you just dive off at that point. Yeah, I know. Like, or how are you going to catch it? Because if you, like, hits your shin, that would hurt super bad. Oh, God. I, yeah, I don't get that. And I, But, look, there's a culture out there, and I'm sure they're wonderful people. And if all my zero viewers and your zero viewers that are... that you, If you ride a fixie, I don't care. I don't like you. And <laughs> you can leave a question and a comment. You can have a fixie, but don't write it. You have one? No, well, I mean, how about that situation? If you have a fixie and don't ride it, go, yeah. uh, why do you own one then? Do you not like that person? Well, I don't like it because you, why did you buy? I mean, you know, I maybe maybe you were given it by a friend. Fine, I'm not going to dislike you for that. I just dislike the the. I just I find like you, you're not obeying. These people are not obeying basic traffic laws. Yeah. And I don't understand how someone with no brakes is going to be better at that. I know. I think it's the idea more that you're like kind of halfway a pedestrian, and pedestrians just go. Like I just go at lights if it's red, but there's no cars. Oh, forget that. I there is nothing more annoying to me than a jaywalker in Seattle. Really? Oh, you know on Second Avenue where there's like those unmarked. There's like essentially like where there should be a crosswalk, but there isn't. Uh, on Second. Yeah, I guess so, maybe. Like, it's actually by where the old, our, when we worked at the old building, yeah. like, in that Cedar on 2nd and and maybe uh, Battery, that that yeah, that yeah. stretch. 
there's like a, a, oh, there's a few areas where there's it should be crosswalks. Like there should be marks on the line that there's yeah. a crosswalk, but there is none. And you're like you as a pedestrian, you're like hmm, like do I cross I here? I just go in the middle. I could just cross wherever. Right. So I agree with that as a pedestrian. Now here's the thing: if you're a pedestrian and you see a car barreling down like 35 miles an hour, 45 miles an hour down that city street, yeah, don't like just. Assume that you have the right. I mean, you do have the oh, right. Oh yeah, no. Way. I mean, you'd see. I mean, that there's. No, I'd be sure there weren't cars and stuff. But well, that's. I take that road every day, and there's always some jackhole who just like, oh, what a car! Like, as if, like, like they, they, they're shocked. They're shocked. They can't believe that there's I a car. Think, I mean, so Rainier is always like that. There's just people like strolling out, like, whoa, I'm, I'm bigger than a car or whatever. I usually just like go full speed until like I'm like uncomfortably close to them <laughs> and then like you know so it's like I'm not like so so if they are paying attention or anything then they're like like you know at least have that thing like oh shit this guy's not gonna stop and then I'll like stop really quick and then honk at them a bunch I like see I like that <laughs> I like that strategy the thing is is that I'm a lot of times so there is the disgruntled like like what you know like this or like yeah but th- a lot of times they don't even look some of them don't even look and they have like they have like a first off it's 5 p.m. they have like a Starbucks in their hand, and they're like, and they're walking and they have headphones on, and you're like, what, what planet are you? Like, there's cars everywhere, buses, cars, fixed wheel bike. Look, even here, they should be happy. Well, you get hit by a fixie right That's there. That's what I'm saying. Exactly, you like are in maybe. danger of getting hit by a fixed a fixed gear bicycle because they don't even have brakes, dude. At least I have brakes. You are risking your life. Messed up. Messed up. So, okay, so look, if you have an opinion on fixed wheel or gear bicycles, uh, leave a question or a comment. just the whole bike thing. Well, bikes, whatever. What, Jeremy, what do you want What do you want them to leave a comment about? Because I have gone through... Yeah. Just also, comment. edit something into my green screen. Oh, yeah, if you have images of fixies that you would like to share with us, Jeremy will use it in his green screen right behind... Just say something so you pop up so we can see your display. What? Oh yeah, this is in. Put me, put me in some green screens. Yeah, I, actually, I like that. If you could submit images that you would like to see, I don't Jeremy, think anyone's gonna do it. Oh, but it'd be pretty easy. Yeah. So if I you do, do, I do another scared one too. <laughs> There's another scared one, so uh, in case, uh, yeah. So I can actually use it since I don't have the program working. Um, so yeah, so leave a comment, leave a question, do what you want, and and we'll be happy to to field those or bring them up in the next episode. Which, by the way, we wanted the, we're about to close out here. Next week, Jeremy, are you ready yeah. for this one? I'm ready? ready for this. The best of 2013. All right, we got you, we're gonna make some best of lists. Yeah, I think what, do you, what here's Amazing the thing. Balls. I think this is the I, and we should just talk about on air. I don't feel like we need to talk about this off air. What? what I mean, what 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 look what, what what should be on the list, Jeremy? Movies. Oh, you mean what types of things should be on the list? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Let's see. Uh, yeah, I guess I was thinking music, and yeah, movies. I guess TV shows, new TV shows. New TV shows. Yeah, and uh. New to you or new to 2013? New, like they just started. Okay. I think there's there's a lot of new shows. And uh 
I guess that's all I can think of. I mean, there's other things. Okay, and I'm going to add one additional to that. We had talked about it in last week's episode, but it was probably cut out. It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Oh, yeah, It's Always Sunny, yeah. I, I think we should... Let's, let's rank this season's episodes. All right, I think that's pretty good, because I, I have a pretty good idea what mine would be already. All right. Well, do you want to get? Do you want to give me? No, don't give me a teaser. Don't give me a teaser. I mean, well, I still. I'm pretty sure my number one is gonna be uh, the gr- gang breaks breaks D. You're pretty sure you're gonna. You're locking that in right now. I don't. I don't want to. I mean, there's no lock in. I'm saving it by. I'm pretty sure, but I'd say that's pretty likely to be my top one. Okay. All right. I like that idea. I. I also. When we do have viewers. If that ever happens, I'm, I'm thinking we'll eventually get to like one or two. I think. Like, yeah, I mean, it's it's gonna happen. Yeah, I mean, I I'm a little disappointed. I Katrina's not even watching right now. I don't like. I gave her the link. Come on, that is messed up. Anyway, she's the, like, yeah, well, she probably thinks that you don't have this kind of tracking capabilities, and she's like, I'll just pretend like I watched. You should ask later, like, so how was the show? And see, she says, oh, it was really good. <laughs> so I was thinking that yeah. what we could do is we could have trivia, okay? Like a trivia, we will bring on a viewer. Someone we... Yeah. We could even do this beforehand, just pre-select one, and we offer them a gift. Oh, a gift. How do you how do they get it? Oh, maybe like a digital thing. Could be a digital thing, or what about a lunch? Like together? Yeah. Yeah, if you win, we buy you lunch. I mean, it sounds cool. It's hard to execute if they're... How, how is that hard to execute? If they're Oh, you're saying if they're far away? Yeah. Yeah, then we just send them tacos or something. <laughs> In a box. Send <laughs> you a box of tacos. No, like if there's a local delivery thing. Like, like a local, like, a local, like, you know, Chinese restaurant, we could send them lunch. I think the easiest prize is probably Amazon gift cards. That's, that's so, so easy... I it's feel like the easiest. It's the easiest. It is the easiest. Here's why I think it's funny because we get to choose what they're eating. Oh, that yeah, I like that. Right, and also we can make the questions really hard so that they can never win. That's yeah, true too. I like both of those aspects. Taco copter. The t- uh, we could matter of fact, we could use your video I copter. Know, right. Yeah, yeah, to deliver the food. It has to be within 20 minutes, or no, 10 minutes range, because it needs to go and come back. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you know, we could kind of maybe follow it if we have to do 20 minutes, but (laughs) the, uh, uh, you know, I, you know, I'm going to, one last thing, and I I just, I I know we're we're, we're way long today, but the, the, I saw an interesting thing. What editing's for. That is what editing's for. I saw a, um, this, in Discover Magazine, are you aware of this magazine? Uh, I think I've heard of it. It sounds like a major magazine. Yeah, so apparently I subscribe. <laughs> you didn't even know? No, I think I did it like a couple months ago, like maybe four or five months ago. I have like, we have a stack of, I wish I, I'm going to take, a, I need to take a picture, I'll show it to you. We have a stack of magazines in you our... Should, you should make a, um, like, what are those called? Where you cut pictures at? A uh, uh, collage. A collage, it makes magazine collages. Dude, we have a stack of magazines, and Kat, by the way, Cat just plowed through about, I'm going to guess, like 30 of them, Yeah. like over Thanksgiving. Dude, we have a stack of magazines that is literally off the floor, I'm going to say, I don't know, 
three feet. Three feet tall stack of magazines. That's right. How is that even stable? It's not stable. As a matter of fact, if you when I because I when I got the mail today, I had to gently put add the magazines to the stack because if it doesn't, it just spills. Like literally, when it tips, if it tips, yeah, like it spills like a Jenga. It just like goes right across the room. That uh, stable, I know from experience. They're not. They're not stable. They're not at all stable. It does depend on how they're bound, though, because some of them have the square bound on the side, and some of them have like the point bound. So none of these are. Uh, none of these are quality square bound. Oh yeah. These are not like McSweeney's or Foreign Policy or any of those fancy like Harvard Business. No, these are like Us Weekly. <laughs> yeah. Dis- Discover. Like the lowest. Men's Health. <laughs> like Men's Health. Do I look like I read Men's Health? Well, guess what? I got two years of it. Common to me. Really? Yeah. How do you have all these magazines. You're ruining the environment. Or um, well, I'm certainly ruining the environment of my living room. That is for sure. <laughs> But yeah, no, I I I like magazines. I think magazines are a. Uh, I just get that. I only get Wired, but I have that for a long time. So Wired used to be like the thick, wide, with the like the flat binding yeah. on the side. But I don't think it's it's not designed like that way anymore, it's is still, it? Yeah, it's still like that. But it's not the uh, the oversized. Uh, no, it's not super big, and it doesn't have the shiny front anymore. It's like the kind of matte uh, paper. Yeah, I feel like Wired. Wired's heyday was. Is it still good? I don't. I don't know. Uh, like, okay. I haven't really read it that much recently. It used to be in like the late mid to late nineties. Like Wired yeah, it was, was totally cool. Wired what? was like the shit. It was like compute of the early eighties, right? It was like the the magazine. Is there a the magazine now? I don't think there is. Is there a the? That's a great question. <laughs> it is. I, I we should do it on our show. We should. That could be a future topic. I think if you were going to talk about like a V magazine, you'd probably be like the New Yorker would be like. Yeah, the... but that's not. That's old. Really? The New Yorker isn't that super old? Well, it's old for sure. But you're saying. Oh, oh, are you are you talking about uh, uh, like the It magazine? I guess. I mean, there's lots of magazines that are just always, like Time. I could. Like, that would be the magazine, I guess, probably. You know what I mean? I don't even do that. I don't think they make time anymore. They don't? Oh, no, or the Newsweek. One of them they don't even make anymore. I don't know, but I would think that would be something like that would be the main one. But I just mean, like, the like not the one that would be cool to have, not the one that would be, like, you know, just, like, super typical to have, but the magazine. You know what I mean? So, like, you're talking about, like, a little bit more trendy magazine? Yeah, yeah. I believe there's one, I forget the name of it, it's something called The Quarterly. Something cool. Quarterly. I don't even know that. Uh, it's, yeah, there's, it's like art design, film, architecture. Oh, yeah, I know, there's like, yeah, that kind of stuff is cool. Yeah, so I think there's one like that, and there's uh, Lampum, Lamp, uh, Lampum's Quarterly or something like that, uh, that's... Lamp Lampum's, La- yeah, Lapham's Quarterly. I don't know how you say that, but that's what it's called. Lapham's Quarterly. Like, lap, like, sit on my lap and have a giant piece of pork, ham. <laughs> lap hams quarterly. I, and I think the the issue with magazines now is that the content, like, we as, the way we consume content is... is it's too slow. I mean, I need exact, to stream yeah. every day. That's what I'm saying. It, um, well, yeah. If I wait a month to find out about the newest meme, 
That's exactly right. That's why magazines are failing. But I, I think Lapham's Quarterly and <coughs> things like The New Yorker or The Atlantic or even, in, I guess, in some cases, like business, uh, like weeklies, like Business Insider or The oh, Economist, yeah. The Economist, uh, they have their sh the sh maybe short enough cycle or long enough cycle so that they could do kind of a either for the long cycle they could do a more in-depth kind of look at something or for like the weeklies they could they could kind of crank out some kind of really on the on the fly stuff. I would think that also one of the benefits of having a magazine or one of the reasons to still have one would if it had some like nice art and things in it because then you have all those pictures which is nice to look at on nice paper. Yeah, and I think that's why fashion magazines are still very Vogue. In Vogue and Vogue. Well, maybe Vogue is a fashion magazine. I think that's why they still succeed. I could see that. Yeah, I mean, I cat gets like, you know, with the new seasons. Are those know? in the stack? Oh, they are in the stack. So, like, when you get a new, like, I don't know what magazine specifically, but it's probably Vogue or one of those. Like, there are actually multiple uh, ones, but, like, when there's a new season, I'm not joking, and this is this is an inch... Yeah. They're like that thick binding. That's crazy. That's a pretty big magazine. It's and it's all ads and it's all spreads of like new fashion and uh I, I mean that's all I can tell you cuz I've only like the only reason I've even it it's probably money. What? They cost money, right? Yeah, but I dude, I find magazine deals like I think I got that Yeah, they're always free or whatever. Like I think I got Discover for 2.99 and I think that's how I ended up I like ordered First off, I'm not even a hunter. I like fishing. I ordered the what's a it's like a hunting and fishing or it's field and stream. Yeah. Like I didn't even like half the magazine, but it was like 2.99 for two years or whatever a year, and I was like, yeah. well, for 2.99, I don't need to read. I could only read half of it and be happy. Yeah. I think Jeff is a. He thinks the show's too long. All right. Fine. <laughs> Fine, be that way, Jeff. I know. He's like chilling here. Hey, there's a viewer. We have a viewer. What? Yeah. Just now, right when we're ending? I know. I know. Who's this is looking at it. It's probably because Jeff made an appearance. That is probably because Jeff. I wish I could see who the viewer is. Um, <laughs> like, we're like, a viewer? What? <laughs> what? I know. And like, you're in a lab coat holding a cat as they come on, which is actually probably the most entertaining piece of this whole, whole deal. And, you know, green screen, edited stuff. I right. I'm here to be edited, because this is a good edit scene right here. <laughs> All right, so, viewer, we've, we've posed a lot of questions tonight. So, you, whoever you are, probably <laughs> one of our friends, send us a photo for Jeremy's green screen. Yeah. I mean, no, they have to put it in themselves. Oh, that, they're not, not going to do that. Why would they do that? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I could. I just kind of want to see like maybe a big giant shark mouth, like you know, like. Ooh, yeah, that's, I like that idea. You should do it. If I knew how to do that, Jeremy, I would more than happily do that. But I don't. I have no technical know-how in that regard. There's got to be an auto green screen website. Maybe. Maybe. There, I'm sure there is, and if there's not, it's a business idea that has a potentially a, a thousand customers right now. I guess, yeah, that's true. All right, let's close this off. So what's Do the name it. of the... What is it, Barfy? The Barfy is the movie roulette movie. Yes, yeah, so we're... Movie roulette. Yeah. yeah. 
Review Roulette, it's, it's Barfy. 2012. 2012, about a deaf mute who finds love twice. <laughs> His name is Barfy. Barfy. I think it's indie. I think it's, I, dude, I think you picked a winner. I, I, I'm pretty sure it's going to be subtitled. I have a strong <laughs> feeling it's going to be... Here's the thing. I, I have a strong feeling I'm going to like it. <laughs> yeah, that's we'll what's... I mean, I'm yeah. ready for that review. I am we ready. Like a, we need like a fade-out song or some sort of ending thing. Yeah, well, this is the end of the show. La, 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 la. End of the show. End of the show. All right, and uh, again, thank you for watching. You, The one viewer who happened to pop on right now, uh, we really appreciate your support. If you could comment, watch the whole show on YouTube when we post it up. Leave some comments on there. Ultimately, yeah. uh, uh, Like our channel. Yeah, we... like, yeah, like our channel. Join our circle. Yay. Join, do all that stuff. Or click this link. I'm not going to put a link there. <laughs> <laughs> I got really excited. I thought there was like an option to do that, and I was like, whoa, yeah. that's like advanced. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, so do all of those things. Support us. Tell your friends and uh, your mom and dad if, if they're still around. Cool. Yeah. All right. All right, and everyone have a great night. Thank you for watching. This is Fresher, signing out. Yeah, this is Parlance, signing off. Now you're just copying me. No, I'm not copying you. All right, fine. <laughs> Peace out from the Parlance. Much better. I don't like that. I'm going to have to work on that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Good night. Press the button. <laughs>